This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 206. Can you believe I've recorded 206 of these things? Um, we're on Tipitaka 132. 132 recitals from the Tipitaka. And uh, this is Mahavaga 1, part 3. So Mahavaga means the great division. And this is Mahavaga 1. It will go on for some time and then there'll be Mahavaga 2. I think there's four or five. I'm uh, learning all this as I go. I've decided to share my re readings of the um, English translation of the Pali scriptures with you in the form of this podcast and these videos for anybody who uh, might want to hear them. The English translation of the original pre-sectarian early Buddhist Pali scriptures. Uh, we read the rules for monks for a long time. I read the rules for nuns for a little less time. Apparently there's more rules for nuns, but it took less time to read. If you would like to start at the beginning of the Tipitaka with the rules for monks and then the rules for nuns, you can click there. If you, on the other hand, would like to start two episodes ago with the beginning of Mahavaga 1, uh, then you can click here, the Mahavaga playlist. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's just pick up right where we left off last time. Hope everyone's doing well. At that time in Benares, there was a young man of family the son of a parentheses great and parentheses merchant, delicately reared, called Yasa. He had three mansions, one for the cold weather, one for the hot weather, one for the rains, being ministered to by bands of female musicians, for four months in the mansion for the rains, he did not come down from that mansion. Then, while Yasa, the young man of family, was possessed of and provided with the five kinds of sense pleasures. There's a footnote, but it doesn't say anything. Okay and was being ministered to, he fell asleep first, and his sweet fell asleep after him, and an oil lamp was burning all through the night. Then Yasa, the young man of family, having awoken first, saw his own sweet sleeping, one with a lute in the hollow of her arm, one with a tabor at her neck, one with a drum in the hollow of her arm, one with disheveled hair, one with saliva dripping from her mouth, muttering in their sleep like a cemetery before his very eyes. Seeing this, its peril grew plain, and his mind was set on disregarding it. Then Yasa, the young man of family, uttered a solemn utterance, quote, what distress indeed, what affliction indeed, end quote. Then Yasa, 
the young man of family, <clears throat> having put on his golden sandals, approached the door of the dwelling. Non-human beings opened the door, thinking, quote, let there be no obstacle for the going forth from home into homelessness of Yasa, the young man of family. End quote. Then Yasa, <clears throat> the young man of family, approached the city door. Non human beings opened the door, thinking, quote, let there be no obstacle for the going forth from home into homelessness of Yasa, the young man of family. Then Yasa, the young man of family, approached the deer park at Isipatana. At that time, the Lord, having risen in the night toward dawn, was pacing up and down in the open air. The Lord saw Yasa, the young man of family, coming in the distance. Seeing him, having come down from parentheses the place and parentheses where he was pacing up and down, he sat down on an appointed seat. Then Yasa, the young man of family, when he was near uttered this solemn utterance to the Lord, quote, What distress indeed, what affliction indeed, end quote. Then the Lord spoke thus to Yasa, the young man of family, quote, This Yasa is not distress, this Yasa is not affliction. Come, sit down, Yasa. I will teach you Dhamma." End quote. Then Yasa, the young man of family, thinking, quote, It is said that this is not distress, that this is not affliction, end quote. Exultant and uplifted, having taken off his golden sandals, approached the Lord. Having approached, having greeted the Lord, he sat down at a respectful distance. As he was sitting down at a respectful distance, the Lord talked a progressive talk to Yasa, the young man of family. That is to say, talk on giving, talk on moral habit, talk on heaven. He explained the peril, the vanity, the depravity of pleasures of the senses, the advantage in renouncing them. When the Lord knew that the mind of Yasa, the young man of family, was ready, malleable, devoid of hindrances, uplifted, pleased, then he explained to him the teaching on Dhamma, which the awakened ones have themselves discovered, ill, uprising, stopping the way. And just as a clean cloth without black specks will take a dye easily, even so, parentheses, as he was sitting, and parentheses, on that very seat, Dhamma vision, dustless, stainless, arose to Yasa, 
the young man of family, that, quote, whatever is of a nature to uprise, all that is of a nature to stop, end quote. Then the mother of Yasa, the young man of family, having mounted up to the mansion, not seeing Yasa, the young man of family, approached the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder. Having approached, she spoke thus to the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, quote, Householder, your son Yasa is not to be seen, end quote. Then the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, having approached, she spoke thus to the great merchant, Hmm? Mm. Having dispatched messengers on horseback to the four quarters, himself approached the deer park at Isipatana, the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, saw the prince of golden sandals, and seeing them he followed along. The Lord saw the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, coming in the distance. Seeing him, it occurred to the Lord, quote, Suppose I were to perform such a psychic wonder that the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, sitting here, should not see Yasa, the young man of family, sitting here. End quote. Then the Lord performed such a psychic wonder. Then the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, approached the Lord. Having approached, he spoke thus to the Lord, quote, Lord, has the Lord not seen Yasa, the young man of family? End quote. Quote, well, householder, sit down. Perhaps sitting here, you may see Yasa, the young man of family, sitting here, end quote. Then the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, thinking, quote, It is said that I, sitting here, will see Yasa, the young man of family, sitting here, end quote. And exultant, uplifted, having greeted the Lord, he sat down at a respectful distance. As the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, was sitting down at a respectful distance, the Lord talked a progressive talk, three dots, attained without the help of another to full confidence in the teacher's instruction, spoke thus to the Lord, quote, excellent Lord, excellent Lord, just as one might set upright what has been upset, or might uncover what was concealed, or might show the way to one who is astray, or might bring an oil lamp into darkness, thinking, quote within quotes, those with eyes may see shapes, end quote within quotes, even so is Dhamma explained in many a figure by the Lord. I myself go to the Lord as refuge, to Dhamma, and to the order of monks. Let the Lord accept me as a lay disciple, gone for refuge from this day forth for as long as life lasts. 
end quote. Thus he came to be the first lay disciple in the world using the three-word formula. Then, while the father of Yasa, the young man of family, was being taught Dhamma, as he was reviewing his stage, parentheses of knowledge, and parentheses, as it was seen, as it was known, his mind was freed from the kinkers without grasping. Then it occurred to the Lord, quote, while the father of Yasa, the young man of family, was being taught Dhamma, he was reviewing his stage, parentheses, of knowledge, end parentheses, as it was seen, as it was known. His mind was freed from the kinkers without grasping. Now Yasa, the young man of family, cannot become one. Having turned back to the low life to enjoy pleasures of the senses as he did formerly when leading a household life. Suppose I were to annul that psychic wonder, end quote. Then the Lord annulled that psychic wonder. Then the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, saw Yasa, the young man of family, sitting down. Seeing him, he spoke thus to Yasa, the young man of family, quote, Dear Yasa, your mother is full of lamentation and grief. Give your mother life. Then Yasa, the young man of family, looked towards the Lord. Then the Lord spoke thus to the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder. Quote, what do you think about this householder? That Dhamma was seen by Yasa with a learner's knowledge, with a learner's insight, even as by you. As he was reviewing his stage, parentheses of knowledge and parentheses, as it was seen, as it was known, his mind was freed from the cankers without grasping. Now can Yasa, householder, having turned back to the low life, become one to enjoy pleasures of the senses as he did formerly when leading a household life? End quote. Quote, no, Lord. End quote. Quote, Dhamma was seen by Yasa, the young man of family. Householder, with a learner's knowledge, with a learner's insight, even as by you, as he was reviewing his stage, parentheses, of knowledge, and parentheses, as it was seen, as it was known, his mind was freed from the cankers without grasping. Now Yasa, the young man of family, householder, cannot become one, having turned back to the low life to enjoy pleasures of the senses, as he did formerly when leading a household life, end quote. Quote, Lord, it is a gain for Yasa, the young man of family. Lord, it is well gotten for Yasa, the young man of family, inasmuch as the mind of Yasa, the young man of family, is freed from the cankers without grasping. Lord, may the Lord consent to a meal with me on the morrow with Yasa, the young man of family, as his attendant? End quote. 
The Lord consented by becoming silent. Then the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, knowing that the Lord had consented, rising from his seat, having greeted the Lord, departed, keeping his right side towards him. Then Yasa, the young man of family, soon after the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder had departed, spoke thus to the Lord. Quote, Lord, may I receive the going forth in the Lord's presence? May I receive ordination? Quote, come, monk. And quote, the Lord said, quote, well preached is Dhamma, leading the Brahma faring for making an utter end of ill. So this came to be that Venerable One's ordination. At that time, there were seven perfected ones in the world. Told is the going forth of Yasa. Okay, read one more. Then the Lord, having dressed in the morning, Taking his bowl and robe, approached the dwelling of the parentheses great and parentheses merchant, the householder, with the venerable Yasa as attendant. Having approached, he sat down on an appointed seat. Then the mother and the former wife of the venerable Yasa approached the Lord. Having approached, having greeted the Lord, they sat down at a respectful distance. The Lord talked a progressive talk to these, that is to say, talk on giving, talk on moral habit, talk on heaven, three dots, Dhamma vision, dustlessness, stainlessness arose to them that, quote, whatever is of a nature to uprise, all that is of, the, of a nature to stop, end quote. These, having seen Dhamma, attained Dhamma, three dots, spoke thus to the Lord, quote, Excellent Lord, three dots, we ourselves, Lord, go to the Lord as refuge, to Dhamma and to the order of monks. Let the Lord accept us as lay women, as women lay disciples, gone for refuge from this day forth for as long as life lasts, end quote. Thus, these were the first women lay disciples in the world using the three-word formula. Then the venerable Yasa's mother and father and former wife, having with their own hand, parentheses S and parentheses, hands, hand, served the Lord and the venerable Yasa, and having offered them sumptuous foods, solid and soft, sat down when the Lord had finished his meal and had removed his hand from the bowl. Then the Lord, having gladdened, roused, rejoiced, delighted the venerable Yasa's mother and father and former wife with talk on Dhamma, rising from his seat, departed. Four householder friends of the venerable Yasa 
young men of families of parentheses great and parentheses merchants and lesser parentheses great and parentheses merchants in Benares, Vimala, Subahu, Punaji, Guvampati heard, quote, they say that Yasa, the young man of family, having cut off his hair and beard, having put on yellow robes, has gone forth from home into homelessness, end quote. Having heard this, it occurred to them, quote, now this can be no ordinary dhamma and discipline, nor can this be an ordinary going forth, in that Yasa, the young man of family, having cut off his hair and beard, having put on the yellow robes, has gone forth from home into homelessness." End quote. These four people approached the Venerable Yasa. Having approached, having greeted the Venerable Yasa, they stood at a respectful distance. Then the Venerable Yasa, taking these four householder friends, approached the Lord. Having approached, having greeted the Lord, he sat down at a respectful distance. As he was sitting down at a respectful distance, the Venerable Yasa spoke thus to the Lord. Quote, These four householder friends of mine, Lord, young men of families of parentheses great and parentheses merchants and lesser parentheses great and parentheses merchants in Benares, Vimala, Subahu, Punaji, Guvampati. May the Lord exhort, may he instruct these four. End quote. The Lord talked a progressive talk to these, that is to say, talk on giving, talk on moral habit, talk on heaven, three dots, Dhamma vision, dustless, stainless, arose to them that, quote, whatever is of a nature to uprise, all that is of the nature to stop, end quote. These, having seen Dhamma, having attained Dhamma, three dots, spoke thus to the Lord, quote, Lord, May we receive the going forth in the Lord's presence. May we receive ordination. End quote. Quote, Come, monks, end quote, the Lord said. Quote, well preached is Dhamma. Fare the Brahma faring for making an utter end of ill. End quote. So this came to be these venerable ones' ordination. Then the Lord exhorted instructed these monks with Dhamma talk. While they were being exhorted, instructed by the Lord with Dhamma talk, their minds were freed from the cankers without grasping. At that time, there were 11 perfected ones in the world. Told is the going forth of the four householders. Fifty householder friends of the Venerable Yasa, young men of the first families and of those next to the first in the district heard, quote, they say that Yasa, the young man of family, three dots, parentheses, as in nine, one through four, down two, 
in parentheses, that's the translator, Ms. Horner, um, letting us know that if we want to know what uh, this short line was, that we should flip back and read it earlier. While they were being exhorted, instructed by the Lord with Dhamma talk, their minds were freed from the cankers without grasping. At that time, there were 61 perfected ones in the world. Then the Lord addressed the monks, saying, quote, I, monks, am freed from all snares, both those of devas and those of men. And you, monks, are freed from all snares, both those of devas and those of men. Walk, monks, on tour for the blessing of the many folk, for the happiness of the many folk, out of compassion for the world, for the welfare, the blessing, the happiness of devas and men. Let not two, parentheses, of you, and parentheses, go by one, parentheses, way, and parentheses. Monks, teach Dhamma, which is lovely, at the beginning, lovely in the middle, lovely at the ending. Explain with the spirit and the letter, the Brahma faring completely fulfilled, wholly pure. There are beings with little dust in their eyes who, not hearing Dhamma, are decaying. Parentheses, Bhatan, parentheses. If they are learners of Dhamma, they will grow. And I, monks, will go along to Uruvela, to the camp township, in order to teach Dhamma. End quote. Then Mara, the evil one, approached the Lord. Having approached, he addressed the Lord with verses. Quote, Bound art thou by all the snares, but th both those of devas and of men. In great bondage art thou bound. Recluse, thou not be freed from me. Freed I am, oh, end quote. Okay, then this must be Lord Buddha responding. Quote, freed am I from all the snares, both those of devas and of men. From great bondage am I freed. Humbled art thou, O end maker. End quote. Quote, the tale of mind impressions is a snare that weaves its tallies to and fro in air. With these will I have wherewith to fetter thee, recluse. Thou wilt not be freed from me. End quote. Okay, quote, assuming he's responding, sights, sounds, scents, tastes, and things to touch, bringing delights to mind of man. For such all wish, all will, for me is past and gone. Humbled art thou, O end maker, end quote. Then Mara, the evil one, thinking, quote, the Lord knows me, the welfarer knows me, end quote, pained, afflicted, vanished, then and there. Told is the talk on Mara.
At that time, monks brought, parentheses, to the Lord, and parentheses, from various quarters, from various districts, those wishing for the going forth, those wishing for ordination, thinking, quote, the Lord will let these go forth, he will ordain them, end quote. Thereby both the monks, as well as those wishing for the going forth, and those wishing for ordination, were tired. Then a reasoning arose in the Lord's mind as he was meditating in seclusion, thus, quote, At present, monks are bringing parentheses to me and parentheses from various quarters, three dots, and those wishing for ordination are tired. Suppose I were to allow it to monks, saying, quote, within quotes, You monks may now yourselves let go forth, may ordain in any quarter, in any district, end quote, within quotes, end quote. Then the Lord, emerging from seclusion towards evening, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, While I was meditating in seclusion, monks, a reasoning arose in my mind, thus, quote, within quotes, At present, monks are bringing, three dots, in any quarter, in any district, end quote, end quotes. I allow you, monks, that you yourselves may now let go forth, may ordain in any quarter, in any district. And thus, monks, should one let go forth, should one ordain. First, having made him have his hair and beard cut off, having made him put on yellow robes, having made him arrange an upper robe over one shoulder, having made him honor the monk's feet, having made him sit down on his haunches, having made him salute with joined palms, he should be told, quote, within quotes, speak thus, quote, within quotes, within quotes, I go to the awakened one for refuge, I go to Dhamma for refuge, I go to the order for refuge, and a second time, I go, three dots, and a third time, I go to, three dots, the order for refuge, and quote within quotes within quotes, and quote within quotes. I allow monks the going forth and the ordination by these three goings for refuge, and quote. Told is the talk on ordination by the three goings, for refuge. Okay, so that is, as far as I know, the oldest recorded uh, telling of how these events came to pass. Translated into English. It'd be better to learn Polly and read them in Polly, but this is what we've got, so we'll make the most of it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're still watching, that's great. You're one of the, I think, one or two percent that make it all the way to the end. I will go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy, May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh.